Welcome to your go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Welcome back to the Wait For It Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Mr. Eric Almighty. And after several past episodes themed around this anime, if you've listened to the podcast, you know this is a show I love with six seasons and counting. It's time for me to finally and formally recommend a show that is dear to my heart and really helped launch me from a casual anime watcher to the obsessed fan that I am today. Now, before I go into my normal format, I feel... I do have to address the elephant in the room. I've been doing the series for a while, so why haven't I recommended My Hero Academia yet? And I'll be honest, for a good amount of time, I just felt like this was one of, if not the biggest anime you could be watching since the first season release. If you weren't interested to watch it already, you probably weren't going to care what I had to say. But I've learned over the years that there have been many reasons, actually, as to why people either haven't watched the show or dropped it after giving it an initial try. So if you have given the show a real shot, and to a plus ultra fanboy like me, that would be the first two seasons of My Hero. And at that point, nothing I'm going to say is really going to change your mind. But for the rest of you, My Hero Academia is having one of its best seasons, in my opinion, right now. And I would argue it's one of the best shows out there right now as well, despite there being several fantastic series on air like Mob Psycho, Spy Family, and of course, Chainsaw Man. So this felt like a prime opportunity to go over the plot, the characters, the animation, and anything else I can fit in to convince you why you should watch My Hero Academia in less than 10 minutes. Our story starts off in the shoes of a young boy named Izuku Midoriya, who also goes by the name Deku. In a superhuman society, over 80% of the world possesses powers known as quirks. Those who fight for justice and help others in need are called heroes, and this is the story of how Izuku becomes the world's greatest hero. There's just one issue. He's quirkless, which means he never developed powers. That doesn't stop him from being the ultimate fanboy himself admiring his idol, the number one hero, All Might, and wanting to be just like him. So he studies the heroes, their movements and abilities, and that knowledge paired with his pure heart to be a hero bring him towards a scenario that shows All Might that he's actually a clear choice to be his successor because his power is called One for All, a quirk that is passed down from generations to generations, from person to person, and now... Deku is that chosen one. Early on in this journey, we get to see the struggles of gaining such a power. We learn quickly that Deku can't control 100% of this quirk, and that's because it breaks his bones and his arms whenever he goes to throw a full punch. So he has to come up with a clever way to use this ability at his power level, and this is something that while he does eventually get a decent hold of, the journey to that point allows for his character to really shine in the methods that he uses in the meantime. And some of those methods come at the imitation of how others use their quirks, like Bakugo, a classmate of Deku's who always bullied him in school, and now is struggling with the concept that this weak, quirkless kid all of a sudden has a strong ability and is being mentored by the idol they both adore. Bakugo is, especially at first, your typical shonen rival character, 
But these two characters are truly and equally important to the dynamic the show pulls off in later seasons, and many characters are not as one note as they are initially introduced to be. That doesn't mean there's not flaws in this show, though. With Deku, I will admit, those early episodes involved a lot of crying, and I got annoyed very quickly. In fact, a fun fact, I almost dropped the show completely within the first four episodes, which is crazy, because I've grown to love this character quite a bit over time. And my favorite character in the show is and continues to be Bakugo, who is very angry and at first a very unredeemable type of bully in his actions towards Deku. And that is why I give you the caveat that you really have to give this a full two seasons to see if it's for you. The first season is just a setup of the world and the hype around All Might, along with a group of students in Class 1A at the prestigious UA High School. It's during the second season where things, I believe, truly take off in what many consider to be one of the best tournament arcs in recent memory. Now, I can't speak fully to that as I've never seen some of the all-time favorites like Yu Yu Hakusho, but I can tell you this one is pretty damn good. We meet characters like Todoroki and his father Endeavor, whose difficult relationship and family history is nothing that hasn't been explored before in other shows, but it becomes such an important storyline in the anime instead of just a constantly referenced backstory that made it worth mentioning here. We get to spend some time with Ochako, for example, one of many easy fan favorites within the class, and you get to meet quite a bit of them. Sure, a couple of them suck, I'm talking about Yumineta, but overall, it's a great group of characters, and the later seasons in the show really ramp up the time spent with those side characters and Developing their villains, which could have easily stayed on the sidelines for this to just be a watchable show, but it makes this something you can truly get invested in. Heroes vs. Villains can easily fall flat, but at its peak, My Hero Academia does it better than many others before it. Studio Bones is behind the animation for My Hero Academia, who has also done shows I've recommended before, like Full Metal Alchemist and Mob Psycho. And while this won't be the most special animation you've ever seen, that shouldn't downplay that it's very good. And in spurts, it can absolutely be top-notch quality. When they aren't tasked with having to also do My Hero Academia movies, the adaptation of this popular series is handled quite well. When it comes to recommending sub versus dub, it's very difficult to do because they're both very good. Like I mentioned, I believe with Attack on Titan in the past, there are times where one is superior than the other, so I'd say watch it in both. But if you only choose one, these characters for me are hard to imagine without their English voice actors. And the bread and butter of this anime is their opening songs. I would honestly say that My Hero, if nothing else, collectively has one of the most impressive lineups of opening songs ever. So if you haven't watched the show and you want to get a taste of what the anime has to offer, I recommend popping on the first three openings that give a good look at the tone for the first two seasons. Now, while there is a valid argument to make that the second season of My Hero is the best season out of them all so far, I think there's a lot to enjoy from all six seasons. And if you're looking for every episode to knock it out of the park, then this isn't for you. It is a shonen after all. But I think the one thing My Hero Academia does better than most is prepare you for the moments. The moments in this show sucker punch you with a ton of emotion, and I can't express how much I felt with these characters experiencing something in the show, and that was much more gratifying than the fights themselves, which 
aren't very long, and sometimes, as my brother likes to give me grief for, only include a couple punches. But combine that with what is undoubtedly some of the most iconic character designs and abilities and a well-told story, in my opinion, this is very well worth a watch if you are one of the few that haven't put it on yet. And if you gave up early, I think it's worth your time to give it some more time to leave a mark on you. And with that, guys, we are officially here at the last episode of the year for this series. I'm super excited to return this series back next year, but we do have a ton more content for you to listen to if you enjoyed this episode. You can check out past catalogs of this particular episode on our podcast. You can also check out our series called Intro to Anime, where we have multiple series speaking with different fans about their fandom. For the rest of this month on the non-anime side, We have quite a bit of Christmas-themed episodes for you to look forward to, and you're not going to want to miss our end-of-year awards here at the end of the month. If you're new to the podcast, you can find us streaming wherever you're listening to your favorite podcast now. That includes Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and many, many more. You can also hit us up on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, at WaitForItPodcast, on Twitter, at WaitForItPod. My name is Mr. Eric Almighty, and please don't forget... We release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday, and all you have to do is wait for it. So, I heard you're looking for a go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast.